Hey everybody and welcome to WP Review, a show that provides analysis on what's happening in WordPress and what it means for users and business owners in the ecosystem. I also tell you about helpful tools to build better WordPress websites. This podcast is brought to you by GoDaddy Pro. My name is Joe Casabona. Now let's get to the review. Happy, happy July. It is July 1st as I record this and it's been it's been a summery couple of weeks right after uh, after maybe six straight weeks of big wordpress news acquisitions and things uh, stuff has finally calmed down but i still have some top stories for you before we get into our main segment which will be contributing to wordpress let me count the ways Uh, and of course as i said at the top of the show this episode and this entire show is brought to you by GoDaddy Pro. You'll hear about them a little bit later. But first, I want to bring in the first story. The first story here is a happy birthday. Happy 10-year anniversary. I guess I guess companies don't have birthdays. Uh, happy 10-year anniversary to Ninja Forms. Uh, I know lots of the the folks over at Ninja Forms, including James Laws, uh, who, as their parent company, Saturday Drive, they supported the initial iteration of this project, the WP Year in Review 2020, uh, and very generous, um, fantastic people working over there. And I am very happy to wish them a uh, happy 10-year anniversary um when they i guess when they first launched there was a lot of questions about whether or not another forms plugin would be viable in the very competitive forms plugin wordpress space or forms plugin for wordpress space uh with gravity forms and contact form 7 and they answered that question unequivocally yes uh, they had a different business model. It was a freemium model. They built a really great product. Uh, when they relaunched with their new interface, it was uh, pretty different, I think, from uh, from what most other forms builders were doing. And they do a lot of cool stuff. So I use Ninja Forms on a few of my websites. I'm a big fan of the company in general. So uh, congratulations, Ninja Forms, on turning 10 and here's to the next 10 years. Okay, so uh, next up is WP Engine makes local pro free for everyone. Uh, this is really exciting for me because I love local by, well, I guess it's just called local now. Uh, it, it was called local by Flywheel and then WP Engine bought Flywheel and I guess colloquially, it was just called local by flywheel because you can't say local, right? Uh, this is local. Uh, does that mean geographically? Does that mean like the server on your computer? Um, so, you know, that's, I just call it local by flywheel. I'll try to call it local pro. But WP, uh, this is from the tavern, I'm quoting. Everything will be in the show notes over at WPReview.io. Uh, but WP Engine announced on June 30th that Local Pro, the commercial upgrade for its local WordPress development product, is now free for all users. Beginning with version 6, all features that formerly required a paid subscription 
are now available with a free local account. These include Live Links Pro, Instant Reload, Link Checker, and Magic Sync. Now, I've been using local for a long time uh, before they rolled out Pro and then uh, after the changes. Live Links was one of my favorite features that I'm, I'm glad is back. You can basically spin up a local site and and generate a public URL for it. So you're developing something locally. Maybe there's no staging site or maybe you're not ready to push to a staging site yet or and you want to show it to the client or maybe you just want to test across multiple devices uh, so you can have these kind of single persistent URLs uh, with HTTPS, privacy mode, and and fun stuff. Some of the other uh, features I haven't checked out uh, that were mentioned were cloud backups. So this is great. Keep your workspace uh, safe, backed up to Google Drive or Dropbox. I can't tell you how many times I've switched computers and lost local environments because of it. So um, pretty happy about that. For the important stuff, I take a backup, but... You know, if I'm just kind of switching computers and, then, oh, I, I probably don't need this, and then I realize I needed it, you know, stuff like that. So uh, live links, being able to hot swap environments and things like that. So uh, this is, if you are looking for a local environment and you haven't tried local because maybe of the pro features, uh, definitely check it out. It's completely free now. I, if I can provide some analysis here, I suspect that, well, maybe, maybe Flywheel. I again, I don't want to say this, but uh, you know, maybe Flywheel. Um, the business plan for local wasn't super clear. Uh, maybe the hope was that local would always be free, and that it would get people to upgrade um, to Flywheel hosting, right? Because this is still the case with local. Uh, you can push to. Uh, flywheel and WP engine servers. So if you are a WP engine customer and you develop locally, you can just push it right there. Uh, Kinsta rolled out uh, their development, local development environment. And I have a video on that on my YouTube channel and it's good. Uh, It's not as fully featured as local is naturally because local is several years old, but I'm wondering if maybe people weren't seeing the value in a, I think it was $20 a month for local pro. Um, perhaps this is, you know, I, from an indie developer standpoint, I didn't really feel I needed to pay for local pro. Um, and you know, maybe it's cause I'm not developing every day anymore. Maybe if I was, I would see the value. And then from an agency standpoint, I mean, first of all, if your clients aren't exclusively on WP engine or flywheel, you know, there's not the benefit of pushing to the servers. You're probably going to have your own environment anyway. And if you have a lot of people on the team, it's probably not going to be locked down to a specific development environment. So I think it was interesting. It probably would have done better as like a 99 bucks for this version, right? So you pay 99 bucks for version five of local uh, or local pro. And then you get all of the updates up until version six, where you where maybe you pay an upgrade fee. This is a common, this is a common model for Mac apps, especially, but not just Mac apps, uh, computer apps in general. 
that aren't on the subscription model, right? So I think that subscription fatigue is probably a real thing. And there was a lot of why would I pay for local when I get most of the features for free or when I can do it on MAMP for free or I don't even really use a local environment or I just installed Apache or whatever. So there was probably a lot of reasons for it. And, and of course, you know, it's, it's good that WP Engine has decided to do this. It does help the community uh, by giving us better development tools. Um, and, you know, they, they mentioned, um, you know, that they want to, that they want to do that. That's part of the reasoning or doubling down. Uh, so this is from their announcement on their blog. Uh, we're doubling down on our commitment to give back to the WordPress community by making all local tools and features, including those formerly only available with a paid local pro subscription free and available to all local users. Uh, Seth Halpner, senior vice president and general manager. Uh, small and medium business for WP Engine. That's a very long title. Um, so, you know, this is generally good, but I just, I'm just wondering if it, if it is a viable business model, um, probably wouldn't make the, you know, you probably wouldn't make it completely free. Maybe you'd, you'd slash the price to make it more accessible, but those are just my thoughts. I haven't talked to anybody at WP Engine about this, so this is not like, I don't know, um, but that's just interesting. Okay, and up next, the third and final story here uh, is from WP Trends. Uh, I So I will link, this is Ian Paulson's uh, newsletter where he basically covers, like the main thing that he covers in this newsletter is acquisitions. Uh, and so he recapped all of the acquisitions, mentioned marketplace changes, uh, and then he also, I, but I really liked his coverage of another big piece of news in the online space. Uh, so Shopify at the Shopify developer conference earlier this week, Shopify announced they're dropping commission fees for developers uh, for their first million in revenue. Uh, and so the, there was a, a 20% commission uh, dropped to zero for the first million in revenue. Uh, and then I need to seek, I should have written this down, but uh, I think it's after, oh, right, okay, there is a there is a screenshot here in the newsletter. Um, 15% after that, which is incredible. I think, I think that this is a really great thing. Shopify is is making the right move here, showing their commitment to developers. I don't think a lot of big companies have done that, right? Apple, Apple, when they did something similar either last year or earlier this year, they kind of said, okay, like we'll drop the commission fees for your first million, but um, you have to apply. And then uh, once you cross that, you, you uh, are no longer in the program and then if you drop below that, you need to reapply again or whatever. So it's not very friendly. And then WooCommerce, WooCommerce takes 40% of sales from developers selling exclusively on their marketplace. And then 60% for non-exclusive sellers. So WooCommerce is saying, hey, if you're going to sell this other places, we're going to take more than half. Uh, which... You know, one Apple's argument is, well, you wouldn't make money without us. 
what WooCommerce is saying is, yeah, I mean, you could probably make money without us, so we're going to take a, a huge cut. Um, and the plugin ecosystem is, you know, as Ian says in, in his newsletter, is flourishing despite this. Um, but this is not, you know, th- this is not developer friendly. I also, I don't know if this is still the case, but, you know, you don't even, you don't even get, um, customer data. Like you can't email your customers directly. I think 40% is just too much. If you're going to lock me in to this platform, like you need to prove to me that I'm going, that it's going to be worth it. Uh, for me to do this instead of just putting it and just instead of selling it on my own or, or through freemius or whatever i'm not convinced that's the case uh you know on the woocommerce store and then 60 percent for non-exclusive sellers are you kidding me not even a 50 50 split that like that's obnoxious so uh I, I just but there's there's more here i'm not like reading the whole article to you um but i would check it out and so i would subscribe to ian's newsletter it's really good there's a lot of uh good business news in here uh and his take on acquisitions is is unique and helpful um and he has good co- i mean I, most of the acquisition news i get is either from from him or post status the the news i bring to you so um which you know keep listening of course but um uh Maybe listen to me and then go to to them for the for deeper analysis or whatever, or don't. Okay, uh, so those are the top three news stories. Now I'm very excited to tell you uh, that this podcast has an exclusive annual sponsor. GoDaddy Pro is sponsoring this podcast for the whole year. They were also one of the big sponsors of WP Year in Review. So I want to thank GoDaddy Pro for their continued support of this project. I'd like you to know about GoDaddy Pro. GoDaddy Pro is an experience tailored specifically to the needs of web designers and developers and helps them more efficiently manage their work and deliver results for their clients. Combining website, client, and project management, GoDaddy Pro is an integrated solution made by and for web professionals. Whether you're new to web design or looking to grow your business, you'll find the tools, products, guidance, and support to help you deliver results for clients. Uh, Now, this podcast uh, is dedicated to helping people in the WordPress ecosystem grow their businesses, get analysis and good tools And GoDaddy Pro is all of this. At the heart of GoDaddy Pro is the hub. From one intuitive dashboard, the hub seamlessly brings your sites, clients, and projects together. Manage and monitor all of your clients' WordPress sites from a single place. No more juggling multiple client passwords that I accidentally lose in my password manager. Uh, With one click, perform bulk updates, backups, and security checks no matter where your client's sites are hosted. I think that's that's a big win. Um, you will save time and free up your day. Integrated project management makes it easier to keep track of your client communications and deliver projects on time. Electronically sign, notarize, and store documents. 
You can create a visual timeline to break down projects into smaller tasks and stay on track and on time. Access all of your client accounts with a single sign-on through their tailored shopping experience, buy products that help clients grow their business, uh, and like, I'm sorry, like powerful e-commerce stores using WooCommerce. You can always reach dedicated, knowledgeable customer support 24-7. On top of all that, you'll find a thriving community of web designers and developers who share advice, insights, and learning opportunities. This is a, I got to say, this is a very active community. I, I participated in their virtual event um, a few weeks ago. Uh, my friend Brian gave a webinar for them recently, and the, the participation, the engagement was just off the charts. Uh, and the best part, GoDaddy Pro is free to join. Head over to go.me slash WP Review to get started. That's go.me slash W-P-R-E-V-I-E-W. Thanks so much to GoDaddy Pro for sponsoring WP Review. All right, let's get to the main attraction, the main segment, and that's contributing to WordPress. Ah, the many ways to contribute to WordPress. Uh, So first, let me just say, that uh, I gave, I will, <laughs> I was supposed to give a talk um, at the last in-person WordCamp US, but due to flight delays, uh, just a quick behind the scenes story, I guess, is it was in the middle of the week. It was on Halloween. It started on Halloween and it was the Halloween where my daughter for the first time was kind of old enough to understand what Halloween was. And so I wasn't going to miss that. Uh, She wanted to be Woody from Toy Story. So uh, I dressed up as Buzz and my wife dressed up as Jesse. And it was just a grand old time. So I have no regrets there. But as a result, I was flying out on November 1st in the morning, slated to talk on November 1st in the afternoon. And then my flight was epically delayed. uh, And I didn't get to give the talk. So I do have a talk up on YouTube a short one about how to contribute to WordPress through speaking. And that's because I think that a lot of people believe contributing to WordPress means contributing code. But if you go to make.wordpress.org, there are a lot of ways to get involved. Like, yes, core code is one of them. But there's also, you know, design, there's accessibility, there's translating WordPress through uh, polyglots, um, there's support documentation. There's community. Community is is the one that speaking generally falls under. So if you want to organize a meetup or a WordCamp, give a talk. You know, there's that's a great way to do it without code. Training is another good way. Teach people how to use WordPress. And so uh, there is a lot of different ways to contribute to WordPress. There's also a test group. And I'm mentioning this specifically because I mentioned Anne McCarthy previously. Uh, she's doing, she's kind of part of the developer or the outreach program for full site editing, and she's just doing a bang up job. But she has these regular tests to uh, for full site editing features. These don't require you to know any code or have any development skills, and y- you basically just try out new versions of WordPress. And then report back on your experience. Uh, 
So I think that's a, a great way to contribute to WordPress. There's also, I did a video on this recently on my YouTube channel, how to create block patterns for the block pattern directory. I've currently submitted two. One has been approved. One is under review. Uh, my design skills are not as good as, <laughs> as maybe anybody would like. Um, but I, 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 the ideas are at least there. And so what you do here is create a block or a set of blocks in the block editor, maybe something that you use frequently, and then submit it to the block pattern directory. And that's a way to contribute to WordPress without knowing code because now you're contributing an interesting pattern that you thought of. So the two that I contributed are the podcast subscription block where you have an embedded episode and then underneath you have subscribe buttons to various services. The one that's under review that I submitted is like a link tree clone, right? So if you've seen these these link tree links where I usually see them in Instagram profiles, but you know, there are a lot of places uh, where it's like a headshot and then a bio and then a list of links because you say something like LinkedIn profile in um, on Instagram and you don't want to have to update that single link every time. So Linktree will do it for you. So I created that pattern and I submitted it to the, the block pattern directory. And, you know, that's at the very least a way to get these ideas out there. Uh, so if you're hanging out in the block editor a lot, and you're coming up with cool and interesting designs, I would encourage you to uh, check out the video. I'll put it in the show notes over at WPReview.io. And you can see how you can create and submit block patterns to the block pattern directory. So just to kind of enumerate the ways that you can get involved in WordPress, if you want to get involved, right? If you're like, I want to contribute to WordPress in some way, but I don't want to write code or I don't know how to write code. I know how to write code and I have no interest in contributing to the core team um, because, because uh, I, how do I put this nicely? Um, if it would, well, getting the, <laughs> getting the development environment up and running is like one thing, right? I don't want to have to like install a billion things um to to get it all up and working right if i'm not develop uh, like i said earlier i'm not developing every day and so i don't necessarily want to spin up this whole different development environment for um for contributing code and then i'm not in the core chat enough right this is the other thing you can sign up for slack uh they use if you go to make.wordpress.org/chat uh, you would use your WordPress.org username and password, and then you can get access to uh, the WordPress organization open source project chat. Um, I'm just not in there enough to participate in discussions and this and that. So uh, there are a few reasons, but I would just prefer not to contribute code directly to core. But I do contribute through speaking. I was on the training team for a while before my kids were born. Um, you know, coming up with lesson plans and things like that. Uh, and then the speaking, the, the testing, I teach Gutenberg and full site editing in my courses. So I've been trying it out, um, making videos on how to use it. So there are a lot of ways for you to contribute to the open source project. Uh, but I'm, I'm talking about it now because, uh, 
submitting to the block pattern directory is a new way if you've been looking for a way to, you know, pretty low barrier of entry if you use the block editor. You create the blocks, copy the blocks, submit them to the directory, and then, you know, there's a little bit of back and forth about does this work, Do how do we want to do this, um, but it's a pretty low barrier of entry. So uh, there you go main segment contributing to WordPress. There are a lot of ways to do it. And now there's a relatively new way with the block pattern directory launching later this month with WordPress 5.8. So you can get in early if you would like to. Okay. So let's wrap up this show with some recommendations. First of all, I do want to mention, uh, since I'm an official media partner, um, I want to mention WordFest. If you go to WordFest.live, it's a free global event uh, put on by Big Orange Heart. Uh, And so um, it's going to be 24 hours of WordPress-related talks, interviews, and activities, things like that, all virtual and totally free. So definitely check that out, WordFest.live. I participated last year. It was a lot of fun. Uh, I'll be participating again this year, conducting some community interviews. And uh, yeah, it's it's a free event. Register when you register, you're given the opportunity to donate ten dollars, which would go to, uh, I I believe proceeds all proceeds will go to Big Orange Heart, uh, which is dedicated to helping, um, uh, to mental health, uh, dedicated to mental health uh, specifically or especially in the WordPress space. So check them out. For the plugin, I want to mention the Markdown Comment Block. Rich Tabor always doing really good work. Um, the Markdown Comment is an editor-only block. Uh, you can add Markdown, and you so so you have your block editor. Maybe you want to make a note to yourself uh, about you know something with text. Um, or, you know, maybe like I want to add something later, right? Maybe you have a paragraph that you want to add to a blog post later. Or um, if you are working on a post with other people, maybe you have an editor and they want to leave comments without making changes and you want to do some collaborative stuff, um, you can use this Markdown Comment Block. It's called Markdown Comment Block. It's available in the WordPress.org plugin directory for free. And it looks really cool. I will 100%. So actually, Rich uh, essentially describes my use case here. I honestly enjoy drafting articles either locally in Ulysses, which is exactly what I do, or on my blog using the Iceberg Editor. While I do love Iceberg, once I publish an article, I typically, typically bring back the default Gutenberg experience, thus removing any comments I previously added. So I haven't used the Iceberg Editor. It looks neat. It looks very pretty. And it looks like it's a markdown editor of sorts uh, where you can leave comments to yourself. But switching back to Gutenberg, you lose that experience. So Rich is scratching his own itch, as he often does. Um, and I I recommend checking this out, especially if you work on the site with more than one person. I, I know my VA is in my WordPress site a lot. And now I can leave her comments on certain things. Directly in line, so she doesn't have to keep referencing stuff. So thanks to Rich for creating uh, this really nifty plugin. I dig it. All righty. That, my friends, 
is it for this episode. Uh, so we talked about Ninja Forms, Local Pro, WP Trends. Thanks to GoDaddy Pro for sponsoring this podcast. Then we talked about contributing, and then we wrapped it up with recommendations. If you liked this episode, uh, leave us a review, a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts, and because uh, it'll help people discover the show. The show is still relatively new. It's in, I think, an increasingly uh, uh, competitive WordPress news kind of space, but something that I, I've wanted to do for a while. So if you enjoy it or if you have any feedback, uh, you know, leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Check out all the show notes over at WPReview.io. Thanks so much for listening. And until next time, I'm Joe Casabona, and I'll see you out there.